the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This is your source for breaking news and what to make of it all. This is the Mike Gallagher Show. You've got to do something about this. I lost a lot. What do we do now? Did you shorten my life now? I want to retire and enjoy it. How are we going to enjoy it? I think what folks should understand and what folks should, I think, feel at ease is that the president has taken this very seriously. What in the hell does Pete Buttigieg have to do to get fired? Has there ever been a transportation secretary who has screwed more things up? Now, from the ReliefFactor.com studios, here's Mike Gallagher. What does it take for Pete Buttigieg to be fired? What, what do you think would have to happen? Has he responded to this train derailment in East Palestine um, properly, in your view? Ted Cruz yesterday, common sense perspective, he's on a podcast with Ben Ferguson. Listen to this. It's ridiculous that Joe Biden has not been to East Palestine yet. You literally have an American city with a major derailment that was on fire, where the water is being poisoned, where the air is being poisoned, where it's ongoing for multiple days. And this administration does not give a damn. Why? Because because that part of the state voted 70 percent for Donald Trump. And it's clear their attitude. Look, it's all politics all the time. It's all communications and PR all the time. And so going there is a bad message. And it really is striking. So Donald Trump publicly said he was going to go to East Palestine. And promptly the Biden administration said, ooh, we'll go too now. Yeah. When the timing's right, Mayor Pete now says he's going to go. I don't even know what that means. The timing's right. The timing was right the day or two or three after this happened. Well, and let me ask you a question. What in the hell does Pete Buttigieg have to do to get fired? Like, in the history of this country, has there ever been a transportation secretary who has screwed more things up? Honest question. Do you think Pete Buttigieg should be fired? Uh, In fact, you can lend your voice to that question. Take the Birch Gold survey of the day at MikeOnline.com. If you go to MikeOnline.com, you could answer yes or no. Should he be fired? Or do you think, uh, you know, Ted Cruz is being too hard on him? And as for whether or not Biden should go to Ohio, he can fly all the way over to Poland, but he can't go to East Palestine, Ohio. And, you know, as I've said all week, this is a perfect metaphor. This is globalism versus a domestic agenda. This is putting Ukraine's interests ahead of the American people. And it's really hard to dispute how... This seems to be a matter of, a, of an administration ignoring a white, rural, Trump-supporting community. 
What else could explain it? Yesterday, Corrine Jean-Pierre was asked about President Biden and any travel plans he might have to go to East Palestine. Is the president going to go to Ohio, Corrine? I don't have a, at this time, I don't have anything to read out or, 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 um, uh, or announce on a, a travel to Ohio. No, nothing to announce. Nothing in my binder. Sorry, believe me, if there's anything in that binder, I'll find it. Even on CNN, they had a town hall with these people last night who are hurting. They're hurting. Listen to an East Palestine resident grilling the CEO of Norfolk Southern. You've got to do something about this. I've lost a lot. I lost the value of my home. I'm only one block. I can throw a stone to that burner. And what do we do now? I come back from Chicago for four days. I was in Chicago for four days. I came home the other day. I put the garage door up. I got pulled, We pulled in the garage, got out of the car, put the garage down. As soon as we got out of that car, the smell came back to us right away. Instant headache. Now, I'm 65 years old, a diabetic, AFib hearts, heart disease, everything. Now, did you shorten my life now? I want to retire and enjoy it. How are we going to enjoy it? You, you burned me. We were going to sell our house. Our value went poof. You know, I, do I mow the grass? Do I, can I plant tomatoes next summer? What can I do? I'm afraid to. You know, and it's in the air. Every day I cough. Three cough a little cough here, a little cough there. I've never had that. You know, I, I got rashes on my cheeks and all my arms from the, from the derail. I don't call it a derailment. I call it a disaster. It's Norfolk's disaster, not a train derailment. Well, what do Democrats say to that guy? You deserve it because you guys voted for Trump. Don't believe me? Listen to The View yesterday. I don't know why they would ever vote for him for somebody who, who, by the way, he placed someone with deep ties to the chemical industry in charge of the EPA's chemical safety office. That's who you voted for in that district. Donald Trump, who reduces all safety. He yeah. did. Do they showed up at Do McDonald's and those voters yeah, saw but, something on the ground that yeah. probably it, resonates in a way that the they thing. need. Yeah, but they need to look past the photo ops, people, and but, say, who's doing the job here? Forget about the photo ops. Showing up is a big Showing up, I think, is I think this is Donald Trump's fault. Wow. You know, Tucker Carlson pointed out last night that people can say that those women are just stupid. Uh, they're just dummies that would they would say out loud something that awful. Say to that say to that poor guy, oh, you're stupid. You deserve it. You voted for Trump, so good for you. You get what you deserve. But as Tucker pointed out, underneath that stupidity, it, it's all hate. That's what it is. People like Joy Behar and Sonny Hostin, they hate their fellow Americans. If if their fellow Americans don't vote the way they voted, and if they voted for a president that they despise, they hate him. I've said it over and over again. Even the never-Trumpers, they don't hate Trump, they hate us. They hate the American people. If you go on a, a, a national television show and say to those poor hurting people of East Palestine, essentially you're getting what you deserve because you voted for Trump. That's a level of contempt that is almost hard to put into words. 
Welcome in. It's Thursday. We got, excuse me, Friday. We made it to Friday. I don't want to shorten the work week here. Friday, February 24th. We're in the relieffactor.com studios. Our number is 800 655 Mike. I honestly, I want you to tell me should Pete Buttigieg be fired? Yes or no? Have you seen his, his, his visit to East Palestine? It was a disaster. He's telling reporters, well, the reason I waited so long is I'm trying to strike the right balance. I don't know. And I don't want to talk to you. The press secretary, I'm, I'm, I'll give an interview, but not if you're on, not if the camera is rolling. It's a, it's a disaster. This whole thing is a disaster for the, for the Biden administration, and everybody knows it. The Democrats know it. So not only do I invite you to take part in our Birch Gold survey at MikeOnline.com, brought to you by our friends at Birch Gold, uh, Birch Gold Group. Text Mike to ninety eight ninety eight ninety eight so we can send you a free info kit on owning gold from the company I do business with, Birch Gold. Not only take the survey at MikeOnline.com, but give me a call. Let's tackle this. How, what's your reaction to Joy Behar saying the people of East Palestine essentially deserve it because they voted for Trump? Do you agree with me? It's not stupidity. It's, it's, it's a hatred. It is a deep-seated hatred that the left has for people like you and me. How else do you describe it? I'm, I'm all ears. 1-800-655-MIKE. And tell me how you think the Biden administration should be responding. Do you expect Biden to show up in East Palestine? Is it too little too late? And to, t- to Ted Cruz's question, what's it going to take for Pete Buttigieg to get fired? 800-655-MIKE. 800-655-6453. China is exploiting weaknesses in our U.S. patent system, stealing our inventions and technology, and we are helping them do it. Watch Innovation Race now on demand or buy the DVD at SalemNow.com. MyPillow is having their biggest sheet sale of the year. You've helped MyPillow become one of the most extraordinary success stories in America today. Well, now Mike Lindell wants to give back exclusively to you. A Mike Gallagher listener. The Percale and Giza Dream Bed Sheet sets are available in a variety of colors and sizes, and they're on sale now for as low as $29.98 with our listener promo code Mike G. Order today because when they're gone, they're gone. The Percale and Giza Dream Sheets are breathable. They have a cool, crisp feel made from the finest cotton on earth. Comes with a 10-year warranty, a 60-day money-back guarantee. Don't miss out on this amazing offer. There's a limited supply, so be sure to order today. Get them while they're hot. Call 800-928-6034. 800-928-6034. Use the promo code Mike G or call 800-928-6034. 800-928-6034. Or go to MyPillow.com. Look for the Mike Gallagher Radio Special Square. Click on that box. And with anything you order, be sure to enter the promo code Mike G. MyPillow.com. Promo code Mike G. MyPillow.com. Promo code Mike Mike G, or call 800-928-6034 like we love to sing. For the best night's sleep in the whole wide world, visit MyPillow.com. Promo code Mike G. Mike Gallagher. I watched Mayor Pete walking around, and he looked so lost. Like, he had no idea what was going on, what was there. The man is clearly out of his league. Mike, the whole 
Biden administration needs to be fired. All of them. Thank you. Well, you got your chance. It's coming next year. Who's it going to be? Who's going to fire him? Is it going to be Donald Trump? Is it going to be Ron DeSantis? Is it going to be Tim Scott, Nikki Haley, Glenn Youngkin, uh, Chris Christie, Ted Cruz? I don't know. We don't know what's going to happen. Isn't it wild to think that next year at this time, we'll pretty much be in the thick of it? We're going to be in the thick of the presidential race. we got some big plans coming up in 2023, too. We'll be taking the show on the road. Just found out I'm going to the big uh, NRB, the National Religious Broadcasters Convention in Orlando. That's coming up in a couple of months. I'm going to Seattle on a business trip in a few weeks. We'll be out there on the road. And, of course, we're going to Israel this fall. And I hope you can join us. Dennis Prager and I are going to co-host another Stand With Israel tour October 25th. We've got, I think, well over 300 people signed up already. I'll bet we'll have 600, and it'll be worth every second you spend with us. There's nothing like a whole bunch of like-minded people together in the Holy Land, seeing the sights that you've dreamed of seeing, walking where Jesus walked. Um, Just an incredible journey. I've been blessed to be able to go on a number of occasions, and I can't wait till October 25th. The Prager-Gallagher Stand With Israel Tour. Give them a call if you'd like details about how to sign up. 855-565-5519. 855-565-5519. Or you can go to standwithisraeltour.com. Standwithisraeltour.com. If you're in the car right now and you're at a, at a red light or you're pulled over or you've got your cell phone with you, maybe you got your Pure Talk phone on you and you want to text us, and it doesn't have to be a Pure Talk phone, but... Text the keyword Israel to 800-655-MIKE, and we'll be happy to send you back a link immediately on uh, all the details about the 2023 Stand With Israel Tour. Just text the keyword Israel to 800-655-6453 so we can send you back the link. All right, Mayor Pete, should he be fired or not? I think right now we have hundreds of people who have voted at MikeOnline.com taking the Birch Gold survey. It's really close. It's down to the wire. According to Derek, I think we have 100% of those respondents have voted yes so far. Ken in Union City, California. How are you doing, Ken? I'm doing great, sir. Good. Thank you for all you do. Thank you. Hey, I believe Pete should be fired, and I believe that woman on The View is a, is a sick individual. Um, there's no way Donald Trump had anything to do with that wheel bearing. Or at least it looked like a wheel bearing going right. out on that train. Anyway, thanks for everything you do. Thank Mike. you, sir. I appreciate your call very much. It's a pretty awful thing to know how people in Ohio are hurting and to say you basically deserved it. It's Trump's fault. You voted for Trump, so you got what you voted for. That's that's, that's exactly what they're saying. Gene's in Sacramento, California. Hello, Gene. Hi. Hi. Joy Behar is beyond despicable. You're right. I mean, that's that's not stupid. That's evil. That's some mean that, stuff right there. That type of attitude reminds me of what you'd see on the third grade playground. Yep, I agree. Thanks. 800-655-MIKE. Jeff's in Chicago. Hello, Jeff. Hey, good morning. Hi, Mike. How you doing? I'm uh, good. Really quickly, um, and I... I, I before I get started, I, I have no desire to diminish the effects of what's happening in East Palestine. It, it is absolute disaster. And I, I, I'm the last person who would look to the view for any sort of political acumen. However, I just, if I could play devil's advocate, sure. we have 
crime going up all over the country in these Democrat-run cities, people's losing their livelihoods, some people being murdered, and, and it, 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 insane rates. And one of, the, one of the things that always goes along with it, that we, 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 it's like a rallying cry. I say, well, they're Democrat-run cities. This is what they voted right. for. We essentially say the same thing. Every time well, 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 no, 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 no. We don't say the same Prin- thing. We don't say. Well, we, we don't. No, we don't. We don't say they deserve it. We don't say well, people I, in Chicago deserve it. Are you kidding I, me, Mike? I've heard plenty of people talk about this. Is this is what happens when you vote Democrat? In uh, I, but this but is what you right. Say. But to say that you deserve a, a train derailment because you voted for Trump and allegedly his policies led to less uh, stringent security guidelines or, or, or safety guidelines. Those are two entirely different things, Jeff. I mean, I think it, but I think it could be easily insinuated. Well, that's and, that, and that's ever, on the insinuation. All we ever talk about is you is you get what you vote for. Right. Then I'll follow suit. Again, it's a good devil's advocate argument. There's those are those are apples and oranges, as if I've ever heard them. That's a night and day comparison. And again, of course, cities that are run by Democrats are in terrible shape. If you're going to tell me that a train derailment because some ball bearing came off on the third car of a, of a two-mile-long train is somehow Trump's fault, and therefore you deserve it because you voted for Trump. No, 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 no. Night and day. But good effort. I appreciate it, Jeff. Let's see what others say. 800-655-MIKE. Hi, everyone. If you've been injured in an accident that was not your fault, listen up. We have legal professionals standing by to answer your questions for free. Call now and find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Call 800-702-5400. I'm here with spokesman John Wolfe. So, John, tell everyone listening who should call right now. Well, Maria, first off, thank you for having me here. It's always nice to answer the listeners' questions. Now, as far as who should call in, anyone who's been injured in an accident and think you deserve compensation, give us a call right now. 800-702-5400. You'll find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Thanks, John. You heard it, folks. Take advantage of this opportunity and call now. 800-702-5400. Advertisement sponsored by Legal Help Center may not be available in all states. This is your source for breaking news and what to make of it all. This is the Mike Gallagher Show. You've got to do something about this. I lost a lot. What do we do now? Did you shorten my life now? I want to retire and enjoy it. How are we going to enjoy it? I think what folks should understand and what folks should, I think, feel at ease is that the president has taken this very seriously. What in the hell does Pete Buttigieg have to do to get fired? Has there ever been a transportation secretary who has screwed more? Things up. Now, from the relieffactor.com studios, here's Mike Gallagher. I've got a friend who is convinced that Donald J. Trump has done some kind of Faustian bargain. You know, you know the story of Faust and the deal with the devil? That there's some otherworldly explanation for all the time, all the many times that the media describes it all being over for Donald Trump, and he comes out smelling like a rose. 
Picture this. Fulton County, Georgia. A grand jury is convened. And they're trying to, they're supposedly investigating election interference. And they're trying to figure out if Donald Trump, if they can indict him for election interference based on phone calls that he made with the Georgia Secretary of State. And apparently they subpoenaed Lindsey Graham, Rudy Giuliani, Donald Trump. So the grand jury session ends. Nobody knows yet whether they're going to bring formally bring charges against President Trump. I've told you all along they will. I mean, somebody's going to. They're going to indict him. If they think the only way to stop him from successfully running and winning next year is to indict him, they'll do that too. Why not? They've done everything else. They've impeached him multiple times. They've dragged him through the mud. They are hysterical about the prospect of him returning. Let's try an indictment. You know what they say? A grand jury can indict a ham sandwich. But this isn't just a ham sandwich. This is the 45th president of the United States. So we all know what goes with that. Now, if you're Trump and you're his in his corner and you're on his team, wouldn't you just love the forewoman of the grand jury in Fulton County, Georgia, going around blabbing about what happened during the grand jury? Wouldn't you just love it if a woman, oh, I don't know, somebody, say, named Emily Kors, would show up on MSNBC and she'd tell... The, she'd tell a national TV audience all about it, what Lindsey Graham was like, what it was like, to gra- and, and what she thinks is going to happen, signaling that, of course, we're going to indict him. Of course, we recommended charges. If you're Trump, you're licking your chops. You're saying, it happened again. I come out smelling like a rose. Check out a little bit of Emily Kors' visit as part of her apparent media tour following her service as the grand jury forewoman. She isn't just a member of the grand jury. She's running the show. She's the foreperson. Listen to what she said on MSNBC the other day. Did you personally want to hear from the former president? I wanted to hear from the former president, but honestly, I kind of wanted to subpoena the former president because I got to swear everybody in. And so I thought it'd be really cool to get 60 seconds with President Trump of me looking at him and being like, do you solemnly swear? And me getting to swear him in? I just, I kind of just thought that would be an awesome moment. Oh, my Lord. Oh, my gosh. Now, that's how seriously they're taking things there in Fulton County, Georgia. That's how seriously Georgia is to, that's the foreperson. That cannot be real. That can't, Yuri, tell me you're you're pulling a prank. Tell me you found some comedian to pretend to be some giggly, goofy young woman pretending to be the, the foreperson of the Fulton County, Georgia grand jury. Tell, p- please play it one more time. So we can be sure that this is actually a woman named Emily Coors, who apparently made a number of media appearances bragging about serving on the grand jury, wanting to 
prosecute President Trump. Did you personally want to hear from the former president? I wanted to hear from the former president, but honestly, I kind of wanted to subpoena the former president because I got to swear everybody in. And so I thought it'd be really cool to get 60 seconds with President Trump of me looking at him and being like, do you solemnly swear? And me getting to swear him in? I just, I kind of just thought that would be an awesome moment. My goodness. Um, President Trump responded on Truth Social. He posted the following comment. This Georgia case is ridiculous, a strictly political continuation of the greatest witch hunt of all time. Now you have an extremely energetic young woman, the, get this, four-person, those are all Trump's words, incidentally, of the racist DA's special grand jury, going around and doing a media tour, revealing, incredibly, the grand jury's inner workings and thoughts. Trump went on to say, this is not justice. This is an illegal kangaroo court. Atlanta is leading the nation in murder and other violent crimes. All I did is make two perfect phone calls. Now, here's an editorial from MSNBC, somebody named Barbara McQuaid, who's obviously a lefty, I'm sure, a progressive, writing for MSNBC, and she, she's an MSNBC columnist and a legal analyst. She's a professor at the University of Michigan Law School. And she essentially says, this woman, Emily Kors, revealed the names of witnesses who testified. She told us that some witnesses were immunized. She confirmed that the jurors listened to a recording of Trump's phone call with Raffensperger. Although she didn't reveal the names of any of the people the grand jury recommended indictments for, when she was asked whether Trump was one of them, she said, you're not going to be shocked. It's not rocket scientists. It's not rocket science. The MSNBC writer writes, yikes. Even more alarming were some of the things she said about her own experience. She said she swore in one witness while holding a Ninja Turtle ice pop she had received at the district attorney's office ice cream party. A what? This MSNBC professor writes, why on earth would grand jurors be socializing with the prosecutors? A grand jury is an independent body, and prosecutors are trained to maintain a professional distance and avoid engaging in interactions that could be perceived as influencing their decisions. She also revealed other concerning facts. She reported that when witnesses invoked their Fifth Amendment, she could hear all the other grand jurors writing furiously. That could indicate jurors were improperly holding the assertion of a constitutional right against witnesses. I mean, do you realize what kind of a ground, all the grounds, the legal grounds this is handing Trump on a silver plate, on a silver platter? No wonder this Barbara McQuaid is writing, we may rue the day that this woman got, you know, her media rounds made. She probably gave Trump a big, fat, early Christmas present. I mean, my gosh. And again, it's back to my friend who thinks that Trump has done a deal with the devil because I admit, this didn't look great. It sounded ominous, this grand jury. 
uh, the, when she hinted that he's going to be recommended for indictment, well, she just might have blown the lid off that completely. Oh, incidentally, Emily Coors is no longer granting interviews. She has been suddenly very silent. Hmm. Wow. 800-655-MIKE. They're going to indict him. But doesn't this show you just how unserious the process really is? Doesn't this prove how what a, what, what a joke the whole narrative is to try to indict Trump for something, for anything? I mean, this lady running her mouth and handing, I think, a giant victory to Team Trump. Do you see it differently? Let's find out. 800-655-MIKE, 800-655-6453. That'd be so cool. I'd get to be in a room with Donald Trump. That's so cool. If you own a gun or are thinking of owning one, you must read the vitally important book, In Defense of the Second Amendment, new from Regnery Publishing. Gallagher show. Freedom is priceless. It's worth fighting for for as long as it takes. And that's how long we're going to be with you, Mr. President, for as long as it takes. We'll do it. Thank you. In the relieffactor.com studios, here's Mike. I've been sitting here thinking about the moments where Trump has just defied any kind of logic. 2016 shouldn't have happened. You remember what it felt like the night he won? And everybody was like, there's no way this just happened. There's no way he beat Hillary Clinton. Uh, And even getting the nomination. He shouldn't have gotten the nomination. There were people who wanted to change the rules of the Republican National Convention to block him from getting the nomination. Do you remember that? Oh, yeah, some of them turned out to be the biggest Trump supporters in the world. Glad they came around. A little too little too late, perhaps, for some. You know, the people who twist in the wind on this stuff, a lot of Americans see this for what it is. It is otherworldly. And if that same um, experience exists today, I mean, again, a, a, a absolute, a forewoman a, a um, of a grand jury that could have been the most perilous thing Trump faced. And I don't know, they still might indict him. No idea. But for this woman to go blabbing and saying, oh, look at me, look at me, I was on the grand jury, and oh yeah, Trump's going to get indicted, oh yeah, oh yeah. I was impressed by Lindsey Graham, he was a nice guy. Oh yeah, look at me. Come interview me, for, come interview me some more. That's that's Trump's best scenario. 
And a lot of text messages pouring in. Here's one from Texas. When one speaks the truth and has a righteous cause, one more often than not ends up smelling like a rose. Portions of our show brought to you in part by consumersresearch.org. In this economy, you need to make every dollar count. you got to protect your retirement funds. But huge firms like BlackRock and others who control trillions in retirement assets are risking your financial future, playing woke politics with your retirement funds. They're pulling investments from solid companies to advance their social causes. causes. It's all under the guise of this goofy ESG crap. Just recently, every Republican senator and Democrat Joe Manchin introduced a bill that would prevent ESG from overtaking profits as a leading consideration for how your retirement savings are invested. A lot of state leaders are fighting back, telling firms like BlackRock to stop playing politics with our pensions. To learn all about how to fight back against woke investment firms, simply go to consumersresearch.org. They've been protecting consumers from fraud and abuse for decades. Consumersresearch.org. Learn about their mission to protect you from woke investment firms like BlackRock, consumersresearch.org. Rebecca in Texas. Hey, Rebecca, what do you think about this Emily Coors and her media tour as the grand jury foreperson from Fulton County, Georgia? Okay, this is going to sound far-fetched, but is it possible the powers that be know there's no way they're going to indict him? She's being sent out to screw it up so they can go, we had him, she messed it up, but we had him. Uh, listen, that's not crazy at all. I don't think that's I, I don't think that's far fetched at all. Nothing would surprise me anymore. Is she a plant? Maybe she's a Trump supporter. Maybe she's a Trump supporter and she's playing a character. She's just like a troll. But it's it's absolutely wild, and and she's now she's now forcing. MSNBC liberal college professors to write editorials saying we may rue the day we learned about this woman. Wow. Meanwhile, um, there's a lot of good people on the front lines in, in Congress. I've been looking forward to talking to Congresswoman Monica De La Cruz. She's uh, from the Rio Grande Valley in Texas, an area I know pretty well. I've got great admiration, respect for her, and I had a chance to sit down with this Republican congresswoman who made history with her election. It's been heartbreaking to see these honorable people. These are these are hardworking, uh, loyal patriots who are have just been absolutely eviscerated by the left. Can can do you understand the persecution of this? of Border Patrol agents by many in the Democrat Party? Well, it's one of the things that motivated me to run in the 2020 elections is that I hated the way that the Democrats were talking about the Border Patrol agents and how they were being put in the public media eye as villains. What most of the country doesn't understand that these are patriot men and women who are sacrificing their lives to secure our border. And the stories that you don't hear are the stories about these Border Patrol men who are delivering babies right there on the Rio Grande River. You don't hear the stories about how they are packing extra lunches and sandwiches, taking granola bars, so that when they find these 
five, six, ten-year-old kids abandoned by the cartel on ranch lands, they can give them immediately food and water. You don't get to hear about them holding babies throughout the night because they have been abandoned by the cartel. And absolutely, it's putting stress, mental anguish on our Border Patrol men and women. Would you believe in the last year, CBP has had 14 death suicides due to mental illness. And I believe the stress that this job is 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 um, is putting on these agents. Something needs to be done immediately to help these agents in their capacity. Representative Monica de la Cruz is our guest. We're talking about uh, her district, the uh, the 15th congressional district. She's the first ever Republican and woman to represent Texas's 15th district since the district was established in 1902. You know, I know this is a Rio Grande problem, but of course, illegal immigration is an American problem. Uh, we, with the whole country, understands that we have a broken border. In fact, uh, you know, people like to say we have a broken immigration system, but I push back and say our border is broken. We don't have a secure border. Can you compare and contrast the Biden approach to the southern border to the Trump administration approach? Well, absolutely. There is a distinct um, difference between the two administrations. In the Trump administration, we obviously talked a lot about the wall and border security. And unfortunately, the message of what the wall actually entailed was lost. Why do I say that? Because what the wall actually included was not only the uh, aerostat balloons, but it included um, um, optics that were going into the ground that would sense um, body heat and movement on the ground so that the Border Patrol men and women would be alerted. It also included towers that had uh, high visibility somebody. scopes on them so that the uh, Border Patrol agents would be able to see long distances and be able to guide the cars to where the illegal immigrants were coming. And it included drones. Well, what the Biden administration did was they put a stop to all of that. That's uh, Monica De La Cruz, and I, I had a really terrific conversation with her, and I'm enjoying these long-form interviews. Because of time constraints, I often can't go real in-depth with people, and that's what the podcast is for. So I hope you subscribe to the Mike Gallagher Show podcast. We have a ton of really, really um, compelling conversations, and uh, I, I had a long chat with her out of the Rio Grande Valley. Check it out. Go to MikeOnline.com. Subscribe to our podcast. Our podcast is available anywhere podcasts are gotten. Uh, just uh, subscribe. It's free. Subscribe to the Mike Gallagher Show podcast. Get the backstage pass and uh, hear my lengthy chat with Congresswoman Monica De La Cruz. Speaking of uh, uh, lengthy conversations, I love chatting with Mark Davis, my pal in Dallas. The M&M experience is coming up. If you miss any part of the Mike Gallagher Show, you can hear all the important moments from the show when you subscribe to the Mike Gallagher Show podcast. Find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcast. Subscribe to the Mike Gallagher Show podcasts today. Because it had to be a year ago. This is Rupert Holmes and Escape, the Pina Colada song, which 
was the first number one record of the 80s, which is a fun fact. But it's also Rupert Holmes' birthday. He's 76. But here's the thing. This date, Feb 24, would have been Thursday last year. I know I did this. I know I did this uh, on the show yesterday, uh, last year, and it seems like it was two months ago. Uh, the musical birthdays are making time go even faster than it already is, so I may have to stop it. <laughs> I saw something on Twitter this morning that said, "There's here's the explanation about why time starts flying by the older you get. And yeah. That is true. It does I have, really. I have, feel I, have, like, I have a theory. I have a theory too. But go ahead. What's what? Well, what I don't know. I, we're just getting old, and I, we're, well, we're, we're we're hanging on for dear life. I think in a weird way, it's, <laughs> well, God, there's that. <laughs> God, it's Debbie Downer. I think in a, in, a, in a weird way, celebrate good times. <laughs> I think when you're 20, every year is just, is, is another five, is 5% of your life, right? Right. When right. you're, when you're in your 60s, which you are just beginning to work your way into and you're halfway through, if you're me, when you're in your 60s, uh, every year is just a tiny sliver of the yeah. life you've led. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, yeah. so I, I, don't know. I, don't know. I don't know. All right. Well, so share with everybody how I got you uh, trapped and down, well, going down the Alec Murdoch rabbit hole yesterday. Okay. I at least think I understand. For a couple of days now, I've taken a look at this Alex Murdoch uh, cover, the, the trial. And listen, every once in a while, there'll be a trial. It's intriguing. It's gothic. It's like a movie script, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, and I think that's part of the appeal. But it's leading newscast. They blew away the five on Fox, most of it anyway, to for wall-to-wall cross-examination of this guy. It led network newscasts. It led Laura Ingram last night. A republic hangs by a thread. Pete Buttigieg getting skewered in East Palestine. Uh, China plotting our ultimate takeover. And they're leading with a flippin' Murdoch trial out of South Carolina. I don't get it, or I didn't. I think I do a little bit. It's like, uh, speaking of songs, Vicki Lawrence, Night the Lights Went Out in Georgia. Uh, Bobby Gentry, uh, Ode to Billy Joe, these southern, dark, gothic. It's it's like it's like a novel. It's well, like it's and, and Fox, Fox covered it. Fox covered and, it. And so MSNBC and CNN did not. So right. I, let me just hand it to you because you are just hooked like a fish well, on this no, stuff. No, but I but I also ask, ask myself, is my fascination with these true crime stories superseding my good judgment as a talk show host? In other words, do our, do our listeners and our viewers, do people want to know about this or hear about it? Fox obviously thinks they do. Yeah. Um, I was I was I was hooked. Uh, I was watching court tv yesterday which was kind of on the one hand kind of infuriating because they've got so many commercials on court tv i'm a Ooh. fine one to talk we're a fine one to talk about too many commercials right? well but at least but, but we stop talking when you go to the commercials they well, cut they away do, but, they cut away from courtroom action but right? they don't cut away they pause it and they pick up exactly where they left off so you don't mean it and you, you don't miss anything it's but like ultimately it's giant, an hour later but ultimately an hour later you're lagged back 12 well you're lagged but they don't but, but you don't want to okay. you don't want to miss anything they Understand. they pause it it's like okay. a dvr um, mm-hmm. And and so they just stop and and it's like I don't want to see this woman. There's some judge and she's like, oh, I think the Alec. I said we don't care what you're. Put it back on, you know. But but nonetheless, you don't miss anything. So I'm watching. I'm a new court TV. I didn't know they were around. They're back. I guess I think they went away for a while and they came back. Well, I'm, I remember them from OJ. That's when yeah. I learned about court. Me TV. too. Back yeah. in the day, they used to be a, a big deal, and yeah. so now they're back with Alec Murdoch. Here's what's fascinating about all this: this guy has taken a defense. Where he's going to say to the jury, I'm a rotten, miserable, 
cretin. I Stealing, stole money thieving. from paraplegic teenage girls. Yeah, he stole. He was an act. He was a. You know, he's one of those. You know, injury accident lawyers. I guess of among other things, he was also the solicitor in South Carolina. That means you're the prosecutor. And he walked around, strutted around with a badge that he really shouldn't have had. That that to try to get things done. He had blue lights in his car. I mean, the whole oh, thing. God. You know, they were showing pictures yesterday of the people in the courtroom. I actually have a family friend who sat in the courtroom yesterday. I'm going to What's try in to South Carolina. It's in down. your old stomping grounds. That's it's in right. Walterboro, South Carolina. And, yeah. and my friend, my family friend Heather went there apparently from Greenville to sit. She's been fascinated by this story as well, by this case. And 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 honestly, people react two different ways. I mean, mm-hmm. they really they don't want to admit they're into it. And then, of course, and here's some texts from, here's one from Dallas. No, we don't want to hear about this. It's ridiculously immature. Immature? What do you mean it's immature? Well, maybe. I guess so. Uh, it, I, it, I, might, it might be like a 15-year-old like with a juicy pulp novel, a little it's bit. It's escapism, you know? I mean, I think people Escapism? Might, it's a real person who no, might no, have killed escape, his wife and his kid. Escape from the politics that we do every single Ooh. day. Oh, we great. do well, the can, same. Can, how, about, how about taking a walk or go finding something? Pla- hey, let's escape from politics with something that involves a guy who might have killed his wife and his son. Yeah, I ex- and, and 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 blew his brains out. I yeah. mean, and and let me tell you right now, real quick, and we'll move on for no, the benefit okay. of the it's, person it's, who's. I'm in, I'm in like a bug under a microscope. I'm fascinated. Yeah. Oh, we got we got a guy in Dallas or a woman who's breathing into a paper bag because it's so ridiculous <laughs> that we're even talking about it. So calm down, Dallas. We're going to move on here in just a moment. But final point, and number one, he was a great witness. He's a lawyer. And he knows how to do it. In fact, every time he denied he killed his wife and son, he yeah. turned to the jury and looked them all in the eye. He knows what he's doing. They're and only like six not feet accept, apart. And he would not accept. And a very good uh, prosecutor was doing the cross-examination. And I found his down-home folksy refusal to nonetheless accept the phraseology of the attorney was pretty darn skillful, too. And then they went Murdoch's, back to the five. Murdoch's, Murdoch's refusal. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. So I found oh, yeah. him a down-home folksy, and I think you're exactly right. He also refused to throw his partner under the bus for the, for the financial oh, He knows what he he's said, doing. this is me. It's 100% me. The bottom line being, I'm willing to accept the slings and arrows of being a terrible person in 10 different ways, but I'm not a killer. That's and what here's, he's going to throw the jury, and it, and it may work. I don't know. Well, you know why it may work? According to Court TV and my new friends at Court TV, Judge <laughs> Jim Judy or whatever her name is, and the other guy, who I don't know. I don't know any of these people. I mean, I don't know any of these people. There's all these people. Oh, hello, Bob. I, who's Bob? But yeah. they they, they, the guy in the courtroom reported two of the jurors when Alec Murdaugh was testifying about finding the bodies and what a great boy Papa was. He mm. he kept calling his son Paul Papa, which mm. the the prosecutor pointed out, you've never used that nickname till today. Uh-huh. But all yeah. of a sudden, Papa and Mags instead of instead of Paul and and Maggie, mm-hmm. uh, two of the jurors were weeping openly. Now, that's a bad sign for the prosecution, because yeah. all he needs is one. All he needs is one juror to, to, to feel sympathy. So and they, come say, back, okay. they come back to the five. The, the five actually did talk about a couple of things, but they talked about this. And Piers Morgan uh, sat there and said, oh, he's a total murderer. He's a mass killer. He's uh, absolutely guilty. And I don't know why Judge anyone Pierce. can't see it. And, well, right. Then Judge Janine right there was giving the guy props for being a good witness. So I don't know. And I truly don't know what the level of fasc- why the level of fascination. I mean, I'll talk to you about it for seven minutes. That's fine. But wow, it is leading newscasts and dominating the news for some reason. 
one. I'm sure there are a couple of people lying dead in a ditch somewhere in America, and it ain't going to get covered like this. So I don't know. No, no. And 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 at least the five covered something since they didn't decide to cover uh, President Trump's visit to East yes. Palestine. Listen, yes. no matter how bad your week has gone, you 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 didn't have nearly as bad a week as Pete Buttigieg. <laughs> no, you didn't. <laughs> wow. I mean, this was brutal. And I was listening to you play the clips of the reporters grilling him, and he's strutting around with that oversized hard hat and the goggles and the orange it's vest. So bad. It's I so mean, bad. it's so bad. The optics of this. Don't you think? After all, he's you know all the scrutiny he's getting, he would have been able to say, "Hey guys, I appreciate that this is like a a hazmat type of scene." I don't want to wear the oversized hard hat and the orange vest, okay? Because I'm going to look silly. And look silly he did and sound silly. And his you know press secretary, you, I'll talk to you as long as you turn your cameras off? Yeah, because she didn't want to have her uh, f- flagging, flailing, uh, difficult answers, uh, the visual evidence of her being asked tough questions like, will he resign? So let's say Pete does what you're talking about. Says, look, I'm not going to put on the Bob the Builder Halloween costume. I'm not going to do it. Then he would have caught hell from people who said, Pete Buttigieg is so illiterate to hazardous waste sites that he stood there in a suit while all the other people were standing around. Well, but they're trying to gear. say it's not a hazardous waste site. They say it's safe. <laughs> That's, right. That's the problem. I mean, all right, now let's, I got to ask you about something real, real pressing here. Mm-hmm. Emily Kors. She is the special grand jury forewoman from, oh, from yeah. Georgia. Oh, and yeah. she made the radio rounds. All of a sudden, they've abruptly stopped. I wonder um, why. I, th- this I is mean, the grand jury in Georgia that's looking into Trump's dalliances with election denial in Georgia. Go ahead. She revealed the names of witnesses who testified. Yep. Yep. She shared how Rudy Giuliani left her starstruck. She had comments about Lindsey Graham. I mean, uh, here over here's a MSNBC op-ed. We may rue the day we learned Emily Kaur's name. Because what this does, Mark, big picture, it, forget all the attacks on her facial expressions and all that nonsense. And well, she's a a gig- she looks like a giggly 15-year-old girl, speaking of, of that character type. Which, which oh, speaks to the oh, lack of seriousness of yes. this grand jury. And yeah. that's what's important. Even Trump's attorneys issued a statement yesterday saying, listen, we haven't said very much about this process, yeah. but we can't we can't hold back here. This speaks to the utter lack of seriousness that a woman is making the media rounds. She was the she was the grand jury for woman. Yes. For person. She's she's in a position of responsibility. Mm -hmm. Once again, the Trump rule. He comes out smelling like a rose. Exactly. Lucky man down in America. Well, he could fall into a well of dog poop, and he would come out smelling Ooh. like lilacs. I'm telling you, it's the mm. wildest thing I've ever seen in my life. You thought oh, we got him now. The walls are closing in. He he was asking for eleven thousand votes. The grand jury's investigating, and then you got Chatty Cathy going on MSNBC, <laughs> giddy as a schoolgirl, giving all the secrets about the grand jury. I mean, yeah. what a win for him. Uh, here we go again. Uh, un- unreal. And finally, uh, out of um, Palm Coast, Florida, not far from where I'm seated right now, a mm-hmm. uh, high school known as Matanzas High School, a six foot six, 275 pound uh, boy, 17 years old, mm-hmm. has his Nintendo game, his Switch, his Nintendo Switch, had to put it away, according to a teacher's aide. Mm-hmm. This monster. It's all on surveillance. You can find it on online. We're going to play it today on the show. He didn't take it well. He violently attacks and knocks this woman unconscious because she took his Nintendo Switch gaming console away from him. Mm 
Mm-hmm. Now, he beat her senseless. I mean, she's in the hospital now. Her injuries have not yet been reported. I, I mean, I'm afraid. I don't know how permanent her injuries are. You got to see the video when they arrested him. When they slapped the cuffs on him. Yeah. Uh, guys, can we play that for Mark? Because it's astounding. And there's a couple of examples of this where these violent brutes, these monstrous, violent well, the, criminals. Welcome to get Classrooms arrested. in 2023. I mean, well, I'm, listen to what he said when he got the handcuffs put on him because right. here we go. The, uh, the body cam video was rolling. Mm-hmm. Is that your bag? Is that your bag? Yes. Okay. And this is your laptop? Yes. All right. We'll put it all together and we'll get it down. I'm going to bring them here. Go ahead. Go with Deputy King. Look look at me. You're going to be cool with Deputy King and I? I don't want to go to jail. Well, Brennan, look at me. Look at me. I have more important questions. I I, I, I understand. Stop manhandling me. Nobody's manhandling you, Brian. Stop manhandling me. I don't want to go to jail. I've got better things to do. Stop manhandling. Now, you understand, they were gently guiding him by the elbow out of the classroom with the handcuffs on. Stop manhandling me. I I hate, this is not a Christian thing to say. I hope he gets manhandled in prison. (laughs) Wow, look at the time. (laughs) You should have seen what he did to this poor woman, Mark. Oh, I mean, I can it's only imagine. Big tough oh, guy. Big yeah. tough guy with his 270 pounds. How the tables and, are turned. Huh? And, and incidentally, to quote uh, Alec Murdoch yesterday, one of his famous lines from the testimony, yep. oh, what a yes. tangled web we weave. If, it, mm-hmm. if he'd have been a six foot seven white guy and the teacher's aide was a, a little, uh, a, you know, tiny black woman. Yep. Oh, I think we'd be hearing a lot about this case out of... It would be su- Supremacy 101. Yes, it you would. But, but again, but the larger thing is is because there's so many... This is five talk shows in one thing. Thanks for bringing it to us. Sure. But but one of the ones that is the most pervasive is classroom order and discipline is, oh. has been totally lost. It's, it's gone. Completely it's gone. gone. It's out of Alrighty. control. It's completely insane. And I saw some Twitter comments about this incident yesterday, last night. You know people were, mm-hmm. who, who people were blaming? Three, three, cho- three guesses. Trump. It's Trump's what? fault Why? because of what? his because of his lack of civility. Now, oh, now, well, there uh, yes, right. yeah, there okay. we are. Yeah. So okay. I, I'm going to start Just doing that. It. I think I'm going to start blaming Donald Trump for it. <laughs> well, Look at my you, doctor's visit company. yesterday. <laughs> I had a doctor's visit yesterday. Again, yeah. a reminder: you don't want to go to the doctor when a rubber band is involved. Yes. <laughs> But I'm feeling better. Happy Friday. Is on awesome. Happy Friday. On that happy note, on that happy and graphic note, Mike is there for you. The Mike Gallagher Show, as soon as we're done at 10 on 660 AM. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.